And if you want to see more, just go to MyPillow.com. Hi, this is Herschel Walker. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Broadcast Plaza and Teleport has Speedy, uh, also Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Uh, Greg out today. He'll be back uh, on the show tomorrow. Uh, of course, we've got uh, much to do going forward. Right now, we're going to stir phone calls. Harry Murdahl is standing by at 866 be big taking your phone calls. Uh, you can join us. We'll line you up. Whatever's on your mind, uh, we'll let you kind of take the lead on this next segment. If, if it takes a minute for everybody to come in, then we'll discuss some stuff and come back and do it in the next segment. Uh, but start dialing now at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and Harry Murdahl will get you lined up and get you ready to go. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, right there he is, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, what an honor and privilege it is to be here in seat old number two for 26 going on 27 years. What an honor. Thank all of you. Yeah, and uh, it, we, we've really enjoyed this time together. Excited about coming up this Sunday evening, be headed to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, First Baptist Church, Tuscaloosa, Man Church. Uh, they're implementing the, uh, the the men's discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. Uh, it is free, guys, if you guys want to come, but they need to know that you are coming. I'll be so glad when all this social distancing stuff doesn't have to be taken into account. Uh, it's just like the thing we did last weekend. We could have doubled uh, the number of men who wanted to come, but you, you know, we're trying to be uh, you know, good citizens, responsible. And do our part. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they do need to know you're coming, and if you want to know how do I let them know, uh, go to rickandbubba.com, look under events. You'll see and just click on that event for this Sunday night, uh, and you can see who to contact to let them know you want to come and be there Sunday night. Look forward to seeing all of you there. All right, so Bubba, let's look to the phones. Eight six six, we be big. Uh, looks like they're lighting up pretty good, and we'll begin. Let's go to Daniel in Carrollton. Daniel, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How y'all doing? We're good, sir. How about you? Doing good. I was calling with when I was listening yesterday. Uh, y'all were talking about protests and this, that, and the other, and then later in the day, I listened to some best of bits, and it was when Speedy and Don Juan went and protested against PETA by eating meat in the streets with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Speedy had brought that up that it, it actually was more of a counter protest, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it's uh, still it's still been kind of limited. Even if you look at the overall picture, we we usually don't light our torches and head on out no, at six at night. No, we don't. We don't. They don't like when you we protest get up their protest. Work, so I can yeah. tell you that it, it's hard to protest if you're going to work. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, well, how do these people? Of course, they, a lot of them get paid to be there, so I guess that uh-huh. helps. that's well, that's that's it, Rick. Uh, let's go to Alex. In uh, oh, is he ready? I'm sorry. Um, let's go to Paul in Missouri. Paul, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. You're on. I rode tight. You rode tight. Hey, I'm needing to find out what Dickie Mad- Nadmire would say to one of these flat earthers if he was to come face to face with them. That's that's what I need to know. <laughs> Well, the, the flat earth is is, uh, is an illusion because uh, Saban says the earth is round. End of subject. Rotate. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Let's go to Colt in the great state of Mississippi. Colt, welcome. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good, man. All right. The moon is flat, too. I mean, every night I look up there and I see the same man in the moon. It never changes. So the moon is flat, too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's, yeah, it's made of cheese. It's it's actually rotating at the same speed uh, as it's going around the Earth, so we only see one side, and then you have the dark side. Oh, of the moon. how about that? 
Uh, Alex in Silicaga, the COG. Alex, welcome. Morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, we're great. Hey, I, I wanted to say I'm about as conservative as they come. I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys on most of these topics. But when we talked about the the McConnell rule that applied four or five years ago, and that you know played to our favor, I think we have to demonstrate the same consistency. You know, you guys talk about consistency a lot. And let the people decide on this Supreme Court justice thing. And it'll, I also feel like it'll likely play to our favor, but we let Trump get reelected. We give it some time, just like, you know, we wanted the Democrats to do with Obama's uh, appointee. And, you know, then ultimately it's a win-win situation. Alex, that, that's a great thought. But see, you're only using uh, two examples. You need to go back through history. And you need to look at how Harry Reid acted and how they changed the rules in their favor. You got to go back and look. Do you remember? Do you remember Robert Bork when he went for not. his nomination? They ripped that man to shreds, and it actually became a term uh, to get borked. You mm-hmm. remember, if mm-hmm. you were uh, up for a uh, a nomination, you could get borked. Robert Bork was one of the great legal minds of our time. Probably as good as anybody we've ever had. Ronald Reagan put him up. And before that time, and Alex, I don't know how old you are, the Supreme Court nominees would actually talk about cases. They would tell you their philosophy. They would tell you why they feel the way they do. They would talk about cases. Well, they ripped Robert Bork to to shreds because he was going to be a conservative and help to change the makeup of the court. And they absolutely destroyed the man for no reason. And it wasn't uh, uh, that he'd had a girlfriend or all that. They just made him out like he was some, uh, you know, blooming idiot because he actually believed in the Constitution. So when that started, every nominee after that would say, I can't discuss uh, cases that might come before the court. Well, I mean, really, the the whole nominating process changed dramatically because – they wasn't going to tell you anything they thought. They might comment on some cases that really didn't matter, but abortion, gay rights, all that stuff, they wouldn't touch it, wouldn't, wouldn't go, well, I can't comment on that. So we really didn't know how they felt. But th- this is a bigger issue than what Mitch McConnell said. And to what Rick said earlier, Mitch McConnell can say anything he wants to. Mitch McConnell's not the Constitution. If you want to quote people, look at what Ruth Bader Ginsburg said. Now, we had this thing where on her dying deathbed, she quoted to to somebody, oh, don't let them, you know, replace me with this president. And I'm like, Trump, I don't know if she said that or not. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what you can go and look. She said, and look it up, she said the president is the president. There's no rule about him not nominating somebody in the last year. She said that. I mean, it's well documented. So... Alex, I understand you're trying to show uber-fairness in your mind based off the last two examples. But if you go back and you look at the broader history of the last 20, 30 years, back to Reagan, Trump's doing what he ought to do. He has a mandate. He is the president. He has the votes in the Senate. He needs to move forward. Let the chips fall where they may politically. But that, that's, uh, you know, elections have consequences, and that's what we have to do. Rick? Yeah, well, you, you said it. Mitch McConnell, uh, I disagree with Mitch McConnell. He, all he tried to do is get somebody to go along with him. That's not what the Constitution said. That came out of Mitch McConnell's rear end, not the Constitution. And this thing about packing the court, I saw an interview yesterday with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's on an interview saying nine is the number 
that we came up with for a reason, and that number should not change. So if we want to keep Ruth Bader Ginsburg's wishes, I guess we got to keep that one too. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not the Constitution, neither is Mitch McConnell. Uh, and as Bubba said, this, uh, this attacking uh, nominee started with Robert Bork. And, uh, and the Democrats started that process, as Bubba said correctly. It even got its own name. Uh, and we've seen, you know, what they did to Kavanaugh and things like that. And the political climate, that we're, mm-hmm. yeah, the political climate we're living in right now, the Democrats are just mad because Trump's doing what they would do if they had the same right. uh, uh, ability to do it. And the Republicans would disagree with the Democrats, as Mitch McConnell did, if they were in this position. It's just politics. It's not the Constitution. Uh, one of the things Trump got elected to do was to see how many conservative judges he could um, get on the Supreme Court. And he's trying to fulfill one of his promises because he didn't know whether he's going to be reelected or not. Yeah. So uh, I heard one speculation this morning that McConnell will not call for a vote until after the election to protect some uh some Republican senators. I don't know if he will or not, but I, I think I think moving forward is the right thing. It's the constitutional obligation to do. And I, really, I don't care what Joe Biden's opinion or Mitch McConnell's is. You got the numbers. Move forward. That's why we put you in there. Yeah, and I'd say the same thing if the Democrats were in this position and telling us to eat it. I'd say they have the right to make us eat it. And, you know, they're threatening to impeach again, to hold up the proceedings. They're threatening to pack the court. So I don't know why they think their ideology has to be supreme to mine. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Rudy. I'm the real Rudy from the movie Rudy, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Love the Rudy. Uh, 20 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We're going to continue with phone calls. Uh, Bubba, where do we want to go next? Oh, let's start with uh, Danny in the great state of Kentucky where the grass is blue. Mm. Danny, welcome. Hey, Danny. Hi, thank you. I want to wish y'all a good morning this morning, gentlemen. You too, sir. Thank you, buddy. I've got a... On a Supreme Court deal, I went back and researched uh, how many appointees have been done by Republicans since 1972, mm-hmm. and how many by Democrats. Yep. And the majority of the Supreme Court justices have been appointed by Republicans since 1972. You can go back and research it. Yep. But in, when the Roe versus Wade was decided, the Supreme Court was 72. I don't know what the vote was on the, on the Roe versus Wade. And the seven justices that's on the court then was appointed by Republicans. What I'm trying to say here is the Mitch McConnell wants to use uh, trying to reshape the court conservative, and I think Mitch McConnell is trying to reshape the court for his own power and his own glory. That's my, and I'm from Kentucky, and i got a right to say that about him. Well, I think that's what he's trying to do. L- let me ask you this: how how do, how does he reshape it for his own glory? I, I don't I don't follow uh, what that looks like. Okay, I, I'll say this: Mitch McConnell is a power. He's he's all about having power, power. And yeah, don't get I, me wrong; I vote for Mitch McConnell. What? I think. Yes, sir. I, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I was. Uh, we lost our feed with Rick. Yeah, I was I'm trying here. to see what was I'm going here. on. I, I got I understand you. that, I, Danny. We, we know, got we you. Know that, Danny. Hang on, Danny. Hang on. Okay, I'm hanging. I'm hanging. Uh, so, if you think Mitch is all about Mitch, why do you keep voting for him? I'm just curious. 
Well, I'll just tell you why, because, and, I, and I'm, I'm at the point now, I am a born-again Christian. Great. And I believe that God is in control of everything. Yes, sir. And God's not going to let no man destroy his plan, which I think that's what people in leadership is trying to do, destroy his plan, do things their way, because they, they don't retain God in their knowledge. I'll just be honest with you, they don't. And the reason I have to, I, I'm getting to the point now to where when the Bible says, you you know, the, how, how can we as Christians want to vote for the lesser of the two evils when we're not supposed to have anything to do with evil? Well, it's just, that that's just kind of a colloquial saying, the less of the two evils. In other words, you don't really like either candidate, so you pick the one that you that you like the most. It's just a saying. It doesn't mean evil in the biblical term evil. Me, as a conscience of a God, a God believing God fearing man, sometimes I wonder if I vote this way, if that's going to be on my hands to be accountable. Well, let me say this. I think it is an absolute blessing to be living in the time we live in now compared to some of the conditions that we've seen people live in throughout history. And I think if you live in America, you have been blessed uh, beyond recognition. Uh, People like to talk about the 1%. Hey, we are the 1% in America, okay? I mean, every single person here. And it's a blessing, and we have the right to make some decisions. I think you you see biblically throughout history, uh, there's some things that God uh, sends down as a principle or an edict, and there's other things that he he lets us uh, decide ourselves. Um, I'll give you one example from early on. He let Adam name the animals. He didn't tell Adam what the name was. He let Adam pick the name out. So sometimes he gives us flexibility in things and uh, in some of these uh, political things. You're right. I, I think everything happens for a reason. Nothing goes by that God doesn't give the uh, the stamp and go, yeah, well, that's uh, that's I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he lets... Uh, uh, you know, things come to, to be our own judges, our own judgment to bring mm-hmm. on us too. So, yeah, it's uh, it's complicated at times. Let's go to James in Alabama. James, what's up, man? How you doing, my friend? We're good, sir. How about you? Well, well while we're still allowed to say it, I want to say God bless y'all for what you do, what you represent. And I don't think you realize sometimes how many people you do touch. That being said... Uh, I don't have the complete information, and I know somebody's listening that does, but if you're tired of being quiet about the whole thing, we're having a Trump parade, which they call it a Trump train. I don't know if you're ready to talk about this for a second or not, but it's starting in Bridgeport, Alabama, and it's going to Fort Payne, Alabama, and Mm -hmm. it will be the second one in this month, within a month, and it's it's real big, and it's flags, and it's everybody really just showing their appreciation and uh and i just wanted to make the public aware of it and i believe uh like i said somebody's going to have more information i believe it's going to start at eight thirty, and it's going 52 miles so uh all right james so thank again, you for sharing that i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of information on on social media and uh yeah you if you've been <laughs> if you've been around a lake lately you've seen a few of those <laughs> yeah and yeah. i mean they seem like they're everywhere <laughs> let's go uh quickly here to billy in louisiana billy hey. what's up hey guys good morning hey. hey um i heard some people talking about um you know the i'm sorry the the, the brain fart i'm concerned about this <laughs> if I love- we have a 
man, I've spoke to y'all before, and I did much better. I'm, I'm, not my day. I'm concerned about this. The, the way the election is going, I think it's going to be contested and going to end up in the Supreme Court like uh, Bush yeah. Gore did. Right. If we have a 4-4 Supreme Court and a tied vote, yep. it's going to default to the lower court ruling. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. You have to have a majority to change it. So if they don't have a majority, it goes the whatever the ruling of the of the court prior to it stands. Right. And then if you look at this, the states where this is most likely going to be a problem if you can kind of project outwards are states that have been con- that have been controlled by Democrats for years. So you're going to have a Democrat majority state court or a federal district court where you can, you know, you can judge shop basically because you can file in any federal court. Yeah, I, I think it would move up. It would go what from the district to or the circuit? Was it go circuit district? I can't remember. Anyway, you get to district the, circuit and yeah. then up to the right. uh, Supreme Court. So, like the Seventh thing. Circuit, right, is what you're saying. Like right. uh, would decide. I, I can't remember which one handles uh, Wisconsin, Ohio, uh, all up in there. You, that one's going to be critical. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, to your point. You make a great point that it's very likely, no matter how the vote comes out, you're going to have a challenge on some level, and it could end up at the Supreme Court, and we don't need to leave that in a 4-4 situation because that would it would be a mess, and I think mm-hmm. it would delegitimize to some degree the outcome of it because people would go, well, the Supreme Court really didn't make a ruling on it. Yeah, exactly. No matter who it's for or who it's against. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, we got time. Uh, maybe if we squeeze it in. Go uh, quick. Patrick from Southeast Missouri. Patrick, go quick. I will try to, sir. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. I just wanted to give a shout out to Adler yesterday yeah. when you guys were uh, talking about the Kansas City field goal kicker. Mm-hmm. And he put up a graphic for their his Twitter page, <laughs> and and it was like, and you guys didn't mention it. I don't think. Yeah. But I wanted him to know somebody. Saw it and appreciated it. Yeah. No, Patrick. Yeah, I saw it Adler, on the monitor in here. <laughs> Adler adds a lot to the program, and because of the way we do it here, it's it's more difficult because we don't script everything out ahead of time, and Adler doesn't know what we're going to talk about, so he has to pull things up literally on the fly, and it adds a lot to the TV side of it. And sometimes I don't see it because I have to look around to my left to see it. But uh, I told him yesterday, as a matter of fact, that we appreciate how uh, how good he does all that. And then sometimes everything just crashes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes that happens, too. Sure sometimes does. Rick's update happens on his modem right here during the show. We should be back Rick on YouTube now. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, y'all. It's Paula Dean, and I'm here with my best friends, Rick and Bubba. And I ain't going to ask you to pull my finger. By the way, I forgot all about that Paula Dean liner. Uh, we are back. It is 35 minutes past the hour. Uh, we have uh, the Burgett's Home Studio reestablished. Uh, we're really not sure whether it happened on my end or there, because I understand we lost YouTube about the time yeah. I froze up and went away. And uh, I missed the, the phone segment. I hope it went well. Rick, it did. It was very interesting. Um, you know, I, I was telling you guys, it seems like our technology – and we got technology everywhere now. We got software and we got widgets and we got programs running and apps and Jimmy Jam. 
it seems like our hardware, all of it is, is dependent on us having internet service. And, you know, in your case and like ours here at the studio last segment, it almost seems like we're to the point that the hardware and the infrastructure cannot keep up with what we're asking it to do. And we're kind of to the point where they tell us, ah, it'll work most of the time. You know, get seven out of ten days, you're fine. You know, mm, yeah, so yeah. just go with that. You're ahead of the game. You'll go to the Hall of Fame. You're batting above 300, you know, so I don't and, and know. In our demands, though, you know, we don't, like you just said, our demands, I mean, we got to have it. I mean, we got to have it working. Like you can't even tell that that everybody's not in the same room. And I'm like you, I think some of this technology is going, hey, look, we can get you through a a, a business Zoom meeting. What in the world do you guys want? We're yeah. like, we want a five-hour broadcast. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and I think 2020 has brought so much change because the show before 2020, technically we weren't asking this much. You know, it, things have changed. It's like, okay, now – we're zooming. I mean, last year at this time, did y'all think that we'd be saying, "Well, we're going to do we're, we're going to do is we're going to do a lot of Zoom broadcasts." You know, all we had to do was worry about a couple of road shows a year, and that's about it. Everything else was in studio and on the phone or whatever. But now everything's zooming, and technology is uh, changing a little bit as far as our demands go and and, and what we're focusing on. You know, it, it's true, very true. Rick, we did get one email I thought was funny, and I know there is at least. 12 uh, history teachers that will get a good laugh out of this. Please consider a new podcast, American History with Bubba. I absolutely hated history in school, but wish I had paid more attention. I hang on your every word when you start talking about things that have gone wrong in our country. We all need to be more educated about this country's past. Well, Elizabeth, I agree with you 100%, okay? And thank you, Elizabeth Davis, for sending that. Uh, I agree. We need to know more. I wish I had paid more attention, too. Uh, I had some good history teachers. uh, But the fact that you think I would be one is pretty funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes well but remember you know the rick and bubba spin on history though i I think she makes a good point the history teachers that i did learn a lot from were the ones that would put you there yeah they would tell oh, stories yeah. they they would they, they could be animated there is something to the communication of the material that makes the material more interesting than you know i i remember the economics teacher i had was oh, the most monotone <laughs> I mean, I, I remember sitting in that class going, Lord, help me. I, I can't. Economics is hard enough for me to follow. Could you give me somebody with just a little more flair? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rick, I had a, I had, a, I get this. I had to be my freshman year, maybe the second semester or first semester of my second year. Of course, I went for 10 years. So it was, you know, it was easy to confuse those. Uh, but I had a 7.30 class, which was the absolute worst in college. That was like a curse. Remember 7.30? You're like, oh, yes. my gosh, 7.30. I had history, and people were like, oh, what are you doing? But I did it early so I could get this teacher that everybody told me I would enjoy. And he was so funny because he would give you the textbook of what happened, and he'd say, and then he'd say, well, what that really meant was – this guy over here had the hots for this princess over here, and he was going to do whatever he had to do to get a hookup. And if he had to go to war to do it, so be it. I mean, and he was so – it was so funny the way he would string it all together. And I, I was just – I mean, I loved that class, even though it was early. No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Presentation is everything. But we talked about technology, and, and did you know, like, right now at Little Camp House, and I'm going to get to that camp house today if there's any way possible – 
that I was able to order a, a piece of furniture, a leather chair with a footstool from allform.com slash Bubba. It came right to the farm and there she sits. Now, if you're looking to replace that old worn out couch, a chair, you're looking in your house, you say, I'll tell you what that thing is. That right there is an eyesore. Uh, let's make it happen today because we're spending a lot more time in the house. My goodness, am I spending time in this house? Um, <laughs> and so what you want to do now is to be sure the stuff you're looking at, you know, an eyesore may not bother you if you're just passing through, but when you're stuck there, you get to looking at that and saying, I can't look at that anymore. So all form furniture is delivered right to the door in days, high quality, handmade in America. Somebody give a shout out to the great state of North Carolina. That's where they make it. What about you, MC? Arm, yeah, come on, MC. Uh, chairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, affordable prices. They come with a forever warranty. Hey, what's your warranty? Forever. Uh, that That's the quality we're talking about. 100-day trial. You don't like it in 100 days? It doesn't look the way you thought it would? That's fine. They'll take it back. Won't cost you anything. Uh, their furniture can easily be customized in any shape, size, color, fabric, legs you want. Uh, and you can choose it in leather like I did or one of their other durable fabrics. They'll even send it to you, the fabric, with no obligation to buy it. So you can look at it. They're all spill, stain, and scratch resistant. They look great. They're comfortable. Allform.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. And that URL saves you 20% on anything that you buy. If you're military, uh, if you're a first responder, you're a student or a teacher, we'll give you 25% off. Uh, Rick, before we move on, I have to tell you one Babylon B here. You know how we love to tell each other these, okay? It is yes. uh, this is the satire website, so it's all it's comedy, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's comedy. Giggling Trump prank calls Merrick Garland to tell him he's been shortlisted for the Supreme Court. So good. Looking at some other stories today, you know, we had Herschel Walker on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. And I don't know if you've seen this, but Herschel, it's, there's a Herschel story like every single day. Hmm. And we've said this a, a thousand times on the show. And, and I have friends that, uh, you know, are, are different. I don't, I don't really have anybody I call a true leftist, but I've, I've got some acquaintances that I'm getting to know uh, and, uh, you know, getting to know them a little better. And, and, and they're younger and they're learning, you know, wanting to be mentored, which is great. And one of the things that I've noticed that if you want to talk about any of these topics involving race right now, there's a little bit of pushback. If you're white, you're not allowed to speak to it. And I understand that I I do. Um, But, uh, but what, what we have to understand is there's a lot of black people that don't agree either. And I've noticed that if someone doesn't agree with some of the narratives, if they're black, they're declared to be less black, not black, or some derogatory statement about them. Is that where Herschel is headed? Are we going to get to the point that Herschel Walker will be completely white because he's not going along with the narrative, but he's not alone. Let me be clear about that. Uh, you know, when you start taking up talking about ideology, ideology does not have an ethnicity. Ideology is ideology. It, it's, it has none of these, these prejudices. And um, one of the things that Herschel Walker is saying, because if you're not black, you're not allowed to, and we've mentioned some of this, he's taking on the organization Black Lives Matter and their Marxist connections, uh, their attack on the traditional family, their their ties to the LGBTQ community, et cetera, et cetera. And he's going as far now with his latest as saying China is, is partnering with Black Lives Matter. And we saw one of their leaders has, has strong ties oh, yeah. Uh, to, yeah. to, to, to China and, and, and communism. And Herschel Walker will not be quiet about it. 
You know, uh, Herschel Walker is uh, he, he's a very special individual anyway, but he is a big man and he is in shape. And I'll tell you, if you're some one of these little protesters that want to run up and get in his face, he's liable to make you eat that air horn. You know what? I, you would be you would be foolish to mess with him. But Rick, I, I'm gonna tell you something. You haven't. I bet you haven't heard this term. But I, I was thinking about it the other day. A few years ago, when and we're gonna have to use racial terms here because we're talking about race. Black conservatives, you could count them on one hand. Okay, you had J.C. Watts. You had Michael. Uh, was it Michael Steele? Uh, that was uh, from Maryland. Um, you had, uh, you know, one or two radio hosts. I mean, you could count them on one hand, but now you're seeing an explosion of black conservatives. And I think when all is said and done, history may show us that this is going to be the year of the black conservative where they're going to come out and you're not going to, you're going to see more diversity in the African-American community on their political views and and it will be, I think, a very good thing for the Afri- African American community because they can they, they can negotiate for a better deal politically on what they want. Because, like when you you know when you're always considered a Democrat and you're always considered in the Democrat camp, no matter what, like Joe Biden, you just assume that they're going to be there for you. But if you got to work to get the African American vote, then it's a whole new game, and you can negotiate and get a better deal politically for the things that you want to get done. And everybody has things they want to get done. That's not a dirty word to say that. So, but I think you're seeing the rise of the great black conservative and it is going to be a huge shift in American politics. I agree with you hundred percent. And the Republicans in the past have done a poor job reaching out to uh, not, not just the black community, but minorities, but that has changed. And like I said, ideology has no ethnicity. And, uh, and you're seeing more and more uh, black conservatives because uh, the ideology seems to be more appealing because they're actually looking at it and saying, what has Democrats done for them? Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Taylor Hicks, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Woo! Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866 We Be Big Whittle of Meat. Back in play for another week. Helmsy, uh, Adler, uh, Speedy here. Greg out today. He will be back uh, tomorrow. And of course, Bubba and I are hanging out. I'm still at home. I'll be returning the show before the week is over as I'm now approaching uh, the, the final day of quarantine. So far, Sherry and I are showing uh, no symptoms. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, Brody is doing fine. He's even got his uh, smell back, uh, so he uh, he's doing great working from home. He he should return to work uh, in another day as well. So so it's uh, it's so far so good. Uh, praying uh, and I know some of you have had a terrible time with this. Uh, I'm so thankful that Brody had a, only really one bad day, and, and of course it's been some setbacks having to uh, to quarantine. But uh, that's uh, compared to what some of you been through is is not a big deal, and we certainly understand that. Uh, so, um, minor setback, uh, Bubba, we, we, I was telling, uh, you know, my son last night, as we text each other and FaceTime each other in our own house, um, <laughs> that, that, that last night on Monday night football, the Raiders, uh, were about to be in their first stadium, uh, in Las Vegas, the, the death star. 
And and I said to him, and I and and now what I'm hearing about the score, maybe there's some hope, and I don't want to mojo them or for Raider fans to think they can have something. But I told Brody in my texts in FaceTime to him that I weep, like you weep for people that didn't get to live in the eighties. Right. <laughs> I do every day. I, I weep, and this kind of ties to it because they were good in the seventies and the eighties. I said, I weep for you because you never saw the Raiders be good. Oh yeah. You've never, you've never seen it. You never seen that black and silver, the, the one of the greatest uniforms in history <clears throat> to have all this cool logoing, all the cool traditions, the cool uniform, and they're not any good. And, and I said, I weep that you've never seen the Raiders be good. Now I'm not trying to mess up and, and think that Raider fans can have something, but they're playing pretty good. But this opening of their stadium, I almost would have been. And Helmsy, I know, I think I saw some pregames. All I saw that's what I was. I was and the I first was kind of interested yeah. to see what they would do with the Death Star, and it being Vegas, and it's the 50th anniversary of Monday Night Football. That mm-hmm. interests me. But I almost wish they had just said, "Until we can have fans, let's just forget kicking this. Let's just, let's just play a game, but let's save the things we had planned." For the the Death Star, when we actually can have fans, yeah. Hamzy, do you agree with that? Yeah, I would have just said, "Look, we're going to play tonight in the stadium that's a sign, but we're not going to do the official two billion dollar. Hey, we're in Vegas. We're going to light the Al Davis torch, which was weird. Yeah, uh, it's a big. We're one. not doing any of that tonight. We're we're, we're just going to wait till we have a crowd. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. It was very awkward to say the least. And you uh, know, I don't deal with awkward moments. It so is tough. that is that torch? Here gonna, it is. is Please it, watch. Is it going to burn all time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Bubba, here's the thing: it doesn't really burn. No, it's like a light. Yeah, it's oh. it's, it's fake. It, it's not. I thought it was going to be a fire. Uh, I did too. Rick. It's like those light bulbs I got that time. I yeah, was it's like very a fake disappointed. Fireplace. I was yeah. very disappointed last night when I saw that. Well, night. I guess you can't have it burning inside. That's Why just, not? But you built it up. The way yeah. they were describing it, and mm-hmm. all, this big moment. And of course, she's sitting there with, I guess, a remote control to uh-huh. it and in a wheelchair. I think <clears throat> it, the whole thing was just awkward. It looks kind of like my, a cannon, like they're going to shoot somebody to circus out of it from that angle. 85 by foot. Way, by the way, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, a and I can't think of his name. Who was the guy that did the Daily Show? John Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Am I the only one that thinks the play-by-play guy on Monday Night Football Levy. could be like John Stewart's you're, brother? You're right, Rick. <laughs> I mean, they look a lot alike. <laughs> yes. They kind of do. They almost have a What's sound What's his last name, too. Kelly or something? Levy. Yeah. Levy. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. All right. So, Levy. anyway. I'm sitting there, Bubba, and Helmsy saw it. it. They acted like, first of all, it's empty. Can I say that again? 65,000 seats are empty. And it will uh, be all year. They announced no, no fans. Of course, the casinos are packed out, but whatever. Sure. It's empty, <laughs> Bubba. Can I say that again? It's empty. If you're going to do a big kickoff of some new tradition, you don't do it empty. You just wait to it next year or something. But So they pitched to, I guess, Al Davis's widow. Yes. Uh, and she's sitting in a wheelchair. God love her. She, she looks like she maybe have two or three days left. And <laughs> now she, she looks like she's, she's getting to the end. I sure. mean, she, there's not a lot going on there. <laughs> and, and so she's sitting there and it's like, they were supposed to do this big moment where she flips the switch, but you could tell she'd already flipped it. Yeah. I know. And, yeah. And, I don't think so it was hooked to anything. I think it was, it, yeah, it was just a prop, but, but that fake fire, which we all hate, started doing it as they were going to say she's about to turn it on. It already started. You're right. Yeah. Either that or she's hey, trigger happy. And, and, and so, so, 
So then we get there and she's just sitting there. God love her in, in her wheelchair with her, some sort of remote. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing's already going and it, mm. and there was no buildup to it because you know why it's empty. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do this with an empty stadium. What are we doing? Well, maybe then come back and do it again. You know, when it's all over in two years. Yeah, and and, and this thing about you know people are showing some of the stuff we're doing with these empty stadiums, and it just it's just got to stop. Well, I mean, I, somebody shows, and I, Helmsy, what stadium was it? It was in the pregame when they were kicking around, give us the highlights from yesterday or from Sunday, and all of a sudden they show one stadium with nobody in it. And they're putting on the big screen, make some noise. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? who's supposed to make noise? Who? Well, and to your point on this, and I again, I only watched I think the first was Seattle. I think see, I, I don't know. I I watched only the first drive last night because I wanted to see how they did with the Death Star and all that, and saw Drew Brees take them down the field. But there was one moment, and maybe it got better. Okay, I want to be on record. It may have got it dialed in, but whoever was doing the fake crowd noise. What didn't have the timing down? So it was so late several times to pumping in the crowd noise when it actually needed to happen, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you had this random crowd noise when they're standing in the huddle after mm-hmm. the play's over. It yeah. was strange. Yeah, it is the whole crowd noise thing. I think it can be a little much. Let's let's bring it down just a little. Well, get somebody that's doing it that knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. and back to the in. science and it might trick, and, and it not making any sense. So in so in Texas, the Jerry Dome. I mean, we we, we got we got fans in there. We got fans in Jacksonville. We got fans in Kansas City, but we're not we're not going to have fans, you know, in Las Vegas. So we're not going to have fans in you know San Francisco. Well, that's, that's not going to have fans in and LA. The governor's deciding that, not yeah. the football. I understand team. that, right. but it just makes no it sense. Makes sense. Well, you, no, you you would think if the if it's science, if it's science, it's true in Kansas City. It's true in in Las Vegas. Right. Exactly, and, right. and that's the thing. You have different opinions of what the science is. We don't really have science on it. Because we hadn't been through this mm -hmm. in 120 years. Right. And when it comes to Las Vegas, if I can go pull the one arm bandit and see Wayne Newton, <laughs> yeah. I can go see the Raiders. Right, right. And I think I think haircuts uh, reasoning behind that is he said, unless it's full, I don't want fans in here. I don't want just fans scattered out all over the place. Well, here's what he needs to do: yeah. is get a haircut. Right. Yeah. That's, Come that's, on. That's, what What is the deal? Look, I understand, and and I know Trump's hair has been a big topic, but if you see his mom and all that, that, that kind of runs in the family. What is up with Al Davis's son? That is bizarro. Do you huh? think sometimes really, wit, really, really rich people are like messing with us with their hair? It's like, look how bad I can do my hair and look, still do whatever. Change I want. the size of the bowl. You know what I mean? Come on, come on, you can yes beat that. No, that looks good, sir. Come on, sports clips, man. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Trying to tell you, six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up this hour. Harry Murdahl will take those. We've got Adler, we've got Helmsy, we've got Speedy all here in the broadcast plaza. I'm still at home uh, finishing out the quarantine. Uh, So far, so good. Uh, but just following the protocol is to make sure I do not uh, expose anyone else. Uh, I was exposed, not showing any symptoms. So far, so good, as I mentioned. Uh, welcome back. Look over there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. How about hey, it, Bubba? how about hey. it? Glad to be here. Thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us each and every day. Yep, we love it. Uh, so we have a number of things to, to cover still ahead. 
uh, all this thing about, you know, the Supreme Court justice and the Democrats are having con a conniption, uh, even though they're for some reason acting like what they did to Brett K Kavanaugh didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, or Thomas or anybody else. Yeah, look at us. Look at how nice we are, how kind we are. Why won't Trump be kind like us? Y'all created this person. It's on you. Yeah. You and the establishment Republicans. He is your Frankenstein. And now you're going to have to deal with him. Yep. So, uh, but now this is the new thing uh, from the Democratic Party. They threaten you. They th threaten. Threaten. Uh -huh. yep. uh, we, we got we got weapons on the table. We'll we'll burn the cities. Uh, we'll we'll pack the court. Uh, we're gonna, we're going to blow up uh, the electoral college. Uh, we're going to take the whole system and destroy it. Yep. Uh, and we're we're, we're going to take America and burn it to the ground, man. If you don't give us our way. Um, uh, and and are we supposed to like supposed to be kind in general with that kind of response? I mean, that kind of response from the opposition party right now, uh, trying to. I, I just don't really. I kind of thumbs down. I make fun of banana republics. I don't really want to live in one. Right. I, right. I like our, I like I like our constitutional republic uh, with all the uh, the flaws because it's not perfect. But I'll take it over mob rule any day. And sure. and uh, and and you know uh, Antifa and. Uh, anarchist and burning and mob rule and watch out. I'm going to get you. So um, Nancy Pelosi is being interviewed. And, you know, she's, she's wanting to scare us all with all the options they have on the table. Uh, and, you know, she's not exactly a spring chicken either. No, <laughs> you know, no. we, we've been talking about, you know, the, the Biden and, and I, and I would say this for Republicans and uh, for Democrats. And you, you hear Bubba and I even talking about this in, in our own state some of y'all have had your time, Republican and Democrat. Okay. You've been around for a long, long time. You've had your shot. You've been in there 40 plus years. Uh, I don't know how long Nancy's been there. I know Biden's, uh, he, he's in between 40 and 50 years. Rick, uh, Nancy, Nancy came in right after dirt was invented. Okay. Right. Well, and, and I say this to the Republicans <laughs> too. Y'all have had your time. You old people need to move on once you reach a certain age. <clears throat> and uh, I love your wisdom. But then you get to the point where you've been there. We've seen the results and you know, we're ready to try something new. Uh, she's well, older than Biden, by the way. Is she really? Okay. Yeah, she's 80. So, so she's talking to, to George and we, Bob and I call him Snuffleupolis. Yeah. Snuffleupolis. <laughs> after this, after the Sesame street character. And it, and it sounds like in the middle of it, she just starts over and says, good morning. Yeah, yeah she does. And look, as we're focusing on history today, a lot of people may think that he's just a great journalist. He worked in the Clinton white house. Okay. Let's not act like he's neutral. Okay. We know his politics. All right. Let's go ahead and look at the clip. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Ten states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The, uh, uh, the, the, oh my we gosh. have a responsibility. <laughs> I'm, I'm we melting. take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution <laughs> of the United States. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I just that, melted. That may be better than any of Biden's. <laughs> uh, okay. It, I saw it before, but it's even better now. Um, it's hard to do. It's hard to take your attention off of Nancy. But if you can watch George... Mm -hmm. And he he's like, oh my 
Lord, what has she done? <laughs> what, let's hear it again. See if you can focus on George's face. Uh, okay, I got Friday, it. I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The... Uh, We have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. He he is like, oh, my gracious, what is she doing? Oh, boy. You see him break that little grin like he wants to laugh, but he knows he can't. Oh, boy. He can't. He can't believe what just happened. I mean, he didn't know what to do. I mean, Let's hear it like, again. Let's hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> Ten states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The... Uh, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Ten states, as I said. Oh, my great. Look, we all oh get numbers goodness. confused. We all miss names, okay? We've seen that. We've had plenty of that. Mm. What in the world just happened there? Did she, did somebody hit reset on the computer? And she just know. started, oh, good morning. It's Sunday morning. Uh, what Bubba. in the world? What is it? Somebody help me because I... Look, I speak bad. I mispronounce words. We know that. I miss, you know, do the math wrong every now and then. Uh, Biden will move a zero around on his numbers. We got that. Sure. Yeah. But what in the world was that? Mm. What do you call that? <laughs> Factory uh, reset. Hey, bu- bu- <laughs> somebody, bu- really. did somebody hit the break or what uh-huh. happened? Seriously, hey, from the bo- from the party that brought you two hundred million American deaths. Let me say, <laughs> listen, Good gracious, a lot. Listen for just a minute here, you guys. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's not off the table is AI, artificial intelligence. I think I think this is a robot. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. And somebody pulled the power pack and <laughs> stuck it back in right quick. Is she trying to get? Did she not like the question? Is she trying to change the subject? I mean, what in I the don't world? Know. Was like, there electromagnetic co- pulse got her? What <laughs> yeah, happened? Yeah, I don't know who's behind the camera wherever she is. Are they are they saying, "Hey, redo, <laughs> redo, reset"? Is somebody talking in her ear and telling her? To, to hey we're starting over I, I don't know uh, but I just I melted into this chair jo- look Gosh. I wish you could talk to George and say George seriously seriously <laughs> his aside, face don't give us the spin yeah. I know you're Clinton East all that. George didn't know they were starting what, over what in the world were you thinking you're there on live TV and you've got to try to hold it together after that I don't know how you did it guys I'm taking you back to the Christmas special Frosty the Snowman <laughs> every time he melted. And they would redo him. He would say, "Happy birthday!" Yeah. <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> Are you saying Nancy is like hey, Frosty? You <laughs> might be onto something, Rick. Uh, but, guys, guys, that was a re- she's a robot. The, the real person, Nancy Pelosi, may be long and gone. You know, they'll, she's they'll getting they'll, her they'll hair keep, done. Look, they'll keep propping up these Democrats forever. They try to keep them alive forever. I mean, guys, that sounded like a robot mm. that got reset. <laughs> Good one morning. more time. One more time for the break. One more time. I got to say that one more time. Voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Let's Ginsburg. say she's a robot. But to be Why? clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The... Uh, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. 
Uh, by the way, I, I, thought, I, 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 really I thought I just saw like a Microsoft logo come up in her <laughs> eye right then. Did y'all see that? That was <laughs> yeah, happy, I, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I really focused on George that time. His face didn't move when she said that. But he, he got just, that grin yeah, like, yeah. like, somebody get me out of here. Yeah, somebody get me out of here. Pull the feed. What's going by, on? By the way, to me, you know, that's funny, but I can I tell you, I didn't even realize, you know what's equally as funny? is a modern-day leftist telling us that they protect the Constitution. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, what else would that's you say? Stuff. That's right. Huh. Hey, Nance. Yeah, George Soros loves democracy, too. Let me give you that one. Hey, Nance, let me first of all say good morning. Are you talking about the Constitution <laughs> that allows the president to nominate uh, and fill a Supreme Court justice seat whenever he wants to? Yeah. You talking uh, about that one? Other mm-hmm. than him nominating someone and the Senate advising and confirm, everything else is just an opinion. Mm-hmm. That's all. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the Radio Revolution, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we'd be big for our number. Uh, Harry Murdahl getting to grab some phone calls, and we'll get to some of those. Uh, if you uh, if you haven't shopped the Rick and Bubba store lately, uh, take a look-see. Uh, there's some new items there and new items that will be coming up very soon. Uh, if you've ever wondered about the Rick and Bubba store, just go to rickandbubba.com. Click on that store. we got a new uh, Best of CD that will be coming out here in, uh, in another month or so. Uh, and then uh, we also have items that have already been added. Uh, you know, I, what I saw, I don't know if you saw this. I put it on um, Instagram uh, yesterday because I, I, a guy sent it to me. Uh, and it was, um, it was, it was his 40th birthday. You know, I've had some people say that our new, you know, what, we, what we're calling pajama bottoms, uh, you know, people say, well, they're not pajamas because they don't come with a top they're lounge pants. Well, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> but look at this combination. So this woman, uh, her husband turned 40. So she got him a Rick and Bubba 94 shirt to go with his pajama bottoms, okay. thus creating <laughs> a whole Rick and Bubba. I like uh, it. Pajama ensemble. And that looks pretty cool, doesn't it? It does. It does. I like that. It looks good. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, and a lot of guys were saying, boy, I hope my wife saw this. My, my birthday's <laughs> coming up. Christmas is coming up. Uh, so, so take a look at that. Um, so that that's uh, just one of many new items that we have at rickandbubba.com under the store and more are still to come. Uh, so Bubba, I know that we'll get to some phone calls coming up and we're searching and I see people emailing about this and I'm glad you did because I saw it, got excited, then forgot about it. I guess, uh, good morning, Sunday morning. So, uh, you know, I guess, it, you know, my memory's not doing so good either. But this is talking about, and I'm thinking about Sherry and I are talking about it because I know the the movie theaters are opening back up. And when we get out of quarantine, uh, I don't know what, anybody been to one lately? Uh, did no, you know I, I have did not. It? I have not. Hunter, Plexiglass or what is it? Hunter went to a movie and he said that they were skipping every other row and they had plexiglass put up in between the seats and um, they'd move the places that you put your drinks to the row in front of you. Okay. All right. Well, hmm. I, I want to, I, I really think I, I want to go see this new Jim Caviezel movie, Infidel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he's, he's out doing some, uh, some interviews on that. And he gave an incredible, impassioned interview. Uh, to Fox News, I think over this past weekend, uh, and uh, it's out there circulating. He really uh, he's calling out on uh, 
what he calls uh, Christians who who see, are sitting on the fences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we have it. It's mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, especially the very end of it when he really his last thing. And Bubba, get ready for for tears because he's talking about. Uh, you know, Christians and and the persecution all over the world, which is what the movie's about. It's about a guy who's in Iran based on a true story who, uh, you know, ends up getting in, uh, in major persecution because of his faith uh, in Iran and talking about how Christians need to understand that, you know, you look around the world, but there's things happening within our own country uh, that we can't just sit around and let happen. Uh, kind of like the John MacArthur's and people like that that are saying, "Hey, the lines are being drawn, uh, and uh, and we need to stand up." So he- here's a here's a bit of it, courtesy of Fox News. Here we go. Inspired moviegoers with his legendary portrayal of Jesus in the film The Passion of the Christ. Now, actor Jim Caviezel is taking on a powerful new role, addressing Christian persecution in the Middle East. We know not afraid to die. That's why we're going to win. afraid either. Do your job. Actor and star of the new film Infidel, Jim Caviezel joins me now. Jim, thank you so much for being here. The, the film is about an American Christian journalist imprisoned in Iran. Uh, what, what is the goal? I've, I've watched the trailer. It's out in theaters now, brand new. What's the goal of this film? Well, the the goal is to obviously bring the attention to a lot of Americans of the persecution of what's going on in Iran, countries like China and, and uh, Christian persecution where they execute them um, for their faith. You know, that, that uh, people have taken their faith for granted as far as, you know, uh, especially here in the United States, but um, I, now, with not being able to go to churches, um, which is a violation of our inalienable rights, um, we uh, need to start standing up. Jim, why are Christians not standing up in this moment? There is historic persecution, as you've mentioned, of Christians around the globe, uh, shrinking uh, measures here at home. Uh, is there a problem inside Christianity uh, in engaging in the world today? This is the fear factor, you know, but Jesus says, you know, do not be afraid, I go before you always. Um, And that was a big part of when I got to do the Passion of the Christ and the uh, understanding that, you know, at one point when I was struck by lightning and and I had to have two heart surgeries, open heart as well, um, that it could cost me my life, but I knew that that was the whole message of the Gospels when Peter and Paul and, and especially when I was reading Paul's uh, letters in the, to the Romans it moved me so much that here this man knows he's going to be butchered by the Romans but he stood up and I said may God may in this time that I could do what you need me to do and lead as many people back to you and I took that into the performance of infidel that was important it had to be a part of that and so when Cyrus Norristad brought me this script, uh, I thought this is, these are the times uh, that we're living in that, that we have to start standing up. And uh, so I can do my little bit with that movie, but always the intention to bring souls back to Jesus. 
I can hear the passion in your voice. Uh, one other topic you wanted to touch on was Ronald Reagan gave a speech, a time for choosing speech in 1964, and he said, you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. What can Americans learn from Ronald Reagan? What are your, what are your uh, thoughts on that at this moment in time? Yes, he's, that's right. He said that, and he said now, also he said, now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war. But there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this. But every lesson in history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is a specter our well-meaning Christian liberal friends, our, our be priests, bishops, and pastors refuse to face. That their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives us no choice between peace and war, only between fight and surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we will have to face the final demand, the final ultimatum. And what then? When Satan has told the people of this world, he knows what our answer is going to be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of his cold war, and someday when the time is right to deliver his final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary because you see by then we will have been so weakened from within, spiritually, morally, economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better read than dead, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war. Because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know it and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Ridge have refused to fire the shot heard around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools and our beloved dead who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis did not die in vain. Where then lies the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all, that you and I have the courage to tell our enemies there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond wow. which evil must yeah. not advance. In the words of Jim, Reagan, evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. Jim Caviezel. Wow, 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 wow. Come on, Man, Jim he was Caviezel. on a roll, wasn't he? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is John Schneider, and uh, whenever I think of Rick and Bubba, I got two words. Wait a minute, I have to back away from the microphone. Wait a minute. Two words for Rick and Bubba. <laughs> There's John Schneider, uh, 35 minutes past the hour. We're going phone calls now. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl will take your phone calls, and you can come in. We have lines available. Uh, of course, we, uh, we we want to talk to you about Casper. Uh, Casper's been a, a sponsor with us for a while now, and they make the most comfortable mattresses on the market. If you don't have one, you're probably not sleeping as well as you could if you did have one. And uh, if you want to go to casper.com right now, slash Bubba, you can transform the way that you sleep one snooze at a time. Every Casper mattress designed with a system to react and adapt to your body all night long. Uh, so however you're adjusting during the night, uh, they have it set up. These perforations, they've got over 1,500 of them that, that keep you. It's a cooling system so effective you, you won't even uh, ever wake up to even notice the difference that it's making because it's going to keep you in that deep sleep. Uh, the mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate the aches and pains. Altogether, it's cooling supportive comfort 
comfort that we all need, you know, tests have been showing this, Bob, you did the sleep test and many have, they know that when you get into a cooler uh, sleeping environment, you sleep more sound. And of course, it's obvious to know that if your spine is aligned properly, you don't wake up with those aches and pains. So get a Casper mattress delivered to your door right now. You could even finance one at 0% APR, making it even easier than ever. So go to casper.com slash Bubba. That'll get you, if you use the code Bubba, $100 off whatever mattress that you order, casper.com slash Bubba, the code Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, how about Caviezel's speech going to the break there? Wow. How about that? That was loaded, Good wasn't gracious. it? It It was coming so fast I couldn't keep up with it, Rick. <laughs> Well, he, he made the point, and we've had this happen throughout world history, and sadly we've had it happen within the church, that some people think that peace is to be achieved above anything else, even if you have to blaspheme God to do it. Uh, God will understand. You know, We look at the example of David and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the examples of Paul and Peter in Acts chapter 4 when they're saying, look, we're not going to stop preaching about Jesus. Uh, you see the apostle Paul, the troubles that he got in. We are to be law-abiding citizens until the, the government forces uh, and, or whatever uh, declares that we are to blaspheme God. Some people have the mentality, just do whatever you have to do to stay alive because that's better, and you cannot find biblical support for that uh, concept, and you really can't find a whole lot of support for that concept throughout this country's history. When it, when it comes to sometimes uh, your life, uh, maybe it may cost you your life uh, to stand uh, for what's right. And we're being a little passive right now as a worldwide church and especially the church here in America. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's a different time. I mean, we're, we're seeing for really the first time in my lifetime persecution of the church here in the United States. And of course, it's nothing compared to what they go through in the Middle East and China and some of these other places. So um, good point. I, I hear that's a great movie. Jim Caviezel is one of my favorite actors. I, I loved him in, uh, uh, of course, The Passion of the Christ. But also, he was in that TV show. What was that where him and that other guy, God, what was the name of that movie? I mean, that show, that's going to drive me crazy. Uh, but everything he's in, uh, I enjoyed. I, I like the uh, one of Betty's all-time favorite movies is The uh, Count of Monte Cristo. She loves that movie. And you yeah. forgot that was Jim Caviezel, too, for a minute, probably, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. he's he's a great actor. When we had him on the show here in studio, he was great. So I'm I'm a fan of his either way. But, it, boy, he spoke some truth right there. He did. He did. And, and it has to be spoken. It does. It's time. Um, let's go to the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. There's lines available if you want to get in. And, Bubba, tell us where we get started. Let's go to Richard out in Bessemer. Richard, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Good morning, fellas. Green Acres. Hey, how about it? Hey, now. Bring it. <laughs> Rick, last week you were talking about uh, going to Gary's doing some bush hogging this past weekend. I was just wondering how that whole situation played out. Well, COVID killed it. Um, I was uh, supposed to be going to do that, and once I got exposed to COVID and got put in quarantine, I, I wasn't allowed uh, or wasn't supposed to go and be in, in tight quarters with anyone else. And, and Gary took that to heart. Hey, I mean, if you come down here, I mean, you're going to have to sit on the back. <laughs> and uh, he even put a picture out with a, a chair sitting on back of the bush hog well, if I wanted to come down. Yeah. So that got ruined by COVID like everything else. I was having a lot of fun with Gary because I started texting him wanting to know what time Rick was coming because mm -hmm. I was going to ride by there too. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, Rick ever not come down here? And I said, yeah, he said, y'all are going to hang out and 
ride in the truck together and uh you know just uh he's got spare time now uh being quarantined so he thought he'd come hang out with him gears uh uh-uh. uh he said if he comes down here he's gonna sit in that yellow chair mm-hmm. and yeah, put it on my the, favorite yeah my <laughs> favorite part of, the, of, the, of the bush hog hmm. I kept selling him, Bubba. See you at 1045. Yeah. Rick, see, people think that your place is Gary's. Did you hear what he asked? Did you go down to Gary's? And have, uh, I know. So well, he even thinks, I mean, really Gary. You know, you know who else thinks it's Gary's? Gary. <laughs> yeah. Person of uh, Interest is the name of the show I was trying to think right. of that Caviezel was in. That was really a good show. I liked it. I never saw it, but I heard great things about it. All right, to the phones we go. Uh, Bubba, where are we going next? Let's go to Joe in Dublin, Georgia. Joe, what's up, brother? Hey, good morning, y'all. Hey. Hey, look, uh, as far as Herschel Walker, Dublin, Long County is right next to Johnson County. Herschel, we played against high school football. Mm-hmm. I bet he was, I bet he was I tough. But, Greg, what they doing to Herschel is peeling him off. And I ain't talking about going out cutting grass. You know what I'm saying. Not exactly. Speedy, take a note and write that one down for me. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what Joe's talking about. Uh, I guess the fact that they're they're you know trying to attack him now for sure. his views. Yeah, that's what. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Nashville, where we have uh, a comment about soccer moms and tight pants. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> John, right. go ahead. Okay, uh, Rick, you've touched on this. I don't know why, as a country, after uh, you know, COVID is really not the pandemic. The pandemic is soccer moms. They look like they have two Christmas hams walking behind them in their pants as they're wearing these tight pants. If you have ever in your life thought, hey, I've got to hide these dimples in my legs because these shorts, these tight pants ain't the answer. <laughs> John, this I, I, this I, seems I mean, like something you've been campaigning against for a while. I, well, I, we were at the soccer field for like six hours, and I totally agree. It's completely communist, socialist. It's awful. Mm. Uh, the best coaches are the ones that can't hardly speak English. And the best kids on the field are not my kids. Uh, and all they do is you, you can't say nothing no more. Hey, I was reminded by all the signs everywhere, this is not the 80s where you can say whatever you want at a soccer field. Uh, but my goodness, I was walking with my wife, and I just looked at my wife and said, we have a pandemic, and it is not COVID. Mm. And uh, so I just want to make a public announcement to all the, the husbands out there. Uh, you got to do something. John yeah, but funny. no husband is bold enough to make that statement. No. I mean, it just it, no. and you know it, great, it's honey. yeah, it, it's all, if if the mirror won't do it, uh, I mean, you just have to keep your mouth shut. I mean, it's just one of those things. The mirror won't. Do, do y'all it? remember the commercial <laughs> where Abraham Lincoln's wife is asking him if she looks fat in that outfit? And you know he's honest Abe, and he's like cutting his eyes. He don't know what to <laughs> yes, say. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm going to go back to this again. Commercial. <laughs> we said this years ago, it's one of our Rick and Bubba life truths. Remember, and this applies to all of us on the show too. Whenever you see someone like the Raiders owner, his hair, uh, what someone has on, uh, the tightness of something, uh, the, the cutoff shirt, uh, you know, the shorty shorts, uh, all of these people go to a mirror, uh, and they, the yoga pants, they go to a mirror and they say, that looks fantastic. They go, yep. That's the look I'm going for. <laughs> and, and they roll out into the world. Uh, so, uh, but no man worth his salt is going to tell his wife that those, those 
those pants make you look heavy. It's not going to happen. Uh, let's go to Wanda in Wetumpka. She has more on the tight pants controversy. I do. I must have a one-of-a-kind husband. Now, how's that? <laughs> well, he has informed me that he does not like leggings. He does not like tight pants. I'm not a small girl. I'm not a huge girl. But I see women, and I'm thinking, mm, mm, mm. But even with my husband, even slim gals who really, if I look like them, I'd wear them all the time. No, I wouldn't, out of respect for him. But he's like, she shouldn't be wearing those pants. Mm. So, yeah, he's one that um, lovingly somewhat says, honey, that's just not for you. <laughs> okay. All right. I got to ask this question. I got, please let me ask this question because it's rare I get sure. this opportunity. <laughs> Do you think it looks good? Um, well, I usually try to wear, like, a longer top that covers my bohemi. Right. Know? But, I mean, if you wear pants that, that you maybe don't have the figure for it, do you think you do? Or does he have to tell you? Uh, I don't always see myself the way the world may see me. Right. None of us do. That's why I'm asking. That, it's a fair question. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's yeah. why you need and, other and people. I know, and he's bold so, enough I know when something is really too tight, and I'm not okay. going to go out there at, here again out of respect for my husband and respect for myself. You know, I don't want to no, go out no, looking yeah. like, but I can ask my sister or my friend, are these too tight? And they're like, no. You know, so I, you know, yeah. I don't know who coined the phrase that something looks like two cats fighting in a bag, but we've all seen that, haven't we? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a good one. Yeah, there, there's the modest conversation. That's one conversation, right. and that certainly is true. But then there's the can't pull it off conversation. Those are two different things. Right. Uh, but but that was the point I was trying it's to. It's like at. me and spandex. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Me and a cutoff shirt, probably not. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Folks, this is the amazing Kreskin. And if you could read my mind, you know that I'm listening, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. You couldn't have better airfare anywhere. How do keep? How do these these people mess up the, the name Bubba? Hey Bubba! <laughs> With all these names of hurricanes and and all we've seen in the news, Bubba's throwing everybody off. Uh, we're back. Eight six six. We be bigs. Our number lines are available. Harry Murdahl's bringing them in. More calls. We'll get more stuff coming up next hour. If you got more Rick and Bubba today, including we've enjoyed the Nancy Pelosi clip. We're now seeing one that Joe Biden can't remember the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, Rick. Oh my gosh. These, we don't have it queued are, up, man. but I, I, I heard it was out there. I heard about it yesterday. I haven't. We'll seen look it, for so. it and see if we can find it next hour. But these people are running the free world. Please don't miss that. <laughs> Remember, right. Nancy is third in line. Yeah. Third in line right. to be the yeah. president. Hold right. up your three. The three. Three. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go to, uh, uh, let's see, where were we going to start? Oh, you wanted a Marshall from yeah. Hickory, Mississippi. <laughs> Marshall, welcome. <laughs> it's Ed Crew, guys. How you doing this morning? Good. Uh, Good. Green Acres, not too long ago, okay. I, I finally got off work. I oh. hadn't been to bed yet, so I thought I'd call in. Well, you, I know oh. you're wanting to head that way. I hate that we're what's keeping you up. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah, I can't stop. We can't stop watching. We YouTube, uh, Cuban or whatever. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so 
anyway, yeah, Helmsley early this morning during the kickoff hour, Helmsley had said something about how it's just weird, the whole face mask thing on TV and commercials and advertising. Another thing that, that I feel like is super strange is how when I get out of my car at a retail store that shall remain nameless, how you're hearing music. I'm walking into Walmart. I don't want to listen to Huey Lewis in the news whenever I'm walking into Walmart. I'm already in a bad mood. <laughs> well, they don't make you want to shop? Uh, no. <laughs> it sure doesn't. It makes me want to turn around and go the other way. <clears throat> so you well, know, he doesn't like that the stores that play music inside is, is the Is it store? just music as a whole? Is it you're talking about no, Marshall? Well, or it's the, just not it's a big the, Huey Lewis fan. Type. Now, well, and it's it's the type of music. There's there's real difficult stuff happening right now, and they're playing this feel good music, and it goes right yeah. back to whenever I've got I've got a little bit. I drive a truck. I've got a little bit of experience with a lot of the automakers and a lot of the the Chinese Japanese automakers inside the plants. They play music, oh, okay. and it's a way to condition the people. It's it's really kind of scary. So you well, think, see, I like a little music while I'm working. Hmm. You know, keep a little rhythm going. Yeah, I have noticed that more more stores are piping it out into the parking lot now. Really? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, and that is weird. It, it's a, you're right, though. It's all designed. It's supposed to give you a certain kind of mood. It's just like yeah. casinos. You know, they set up an environment mm-hmm. that, that's supposed to make you more likely to stay in there and gamble all day long. <laughs> all that is used to set set up some sort of pleasant environment that makes you want to buy stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, let's go to John in Jackson's Gap on line four, Speed. All right. John, welcome. Hey. Hey, good morning. Hey. Love the show, guys. Thank uh, you. You know, watch, when you watch a show, delayed like i do sometimes the only downside is you hear something you disagree with and all you got can do is shout at the radio right. that thing yes that thing yesterday with lebron james guys i i'm believing going back and reading the facts uh, laurie did not get a choice of prisons what he said was an absolute incorrect statement what happened was it when you get uh, to a federal prison that could be anywhere in this country. Uh, they they can send you to Alabama if they wanted to from California. On every case, they always ask to uh, request something close to their home. And that's what she requested, and the judge assigned her a prison close to her home. That is not – it's not like she got brochures from all the prisons and say, oh, yeah, who's – Who's got the yogurt training, as you called it, or the yogurt, <laughs> yogurt class, as you yeah. called it yesterday? You yeah. Know? So well, John, it, it, John it's yeah, not, well, it's not the first time LeBron James has played loose with the facts. See, he, he, he put it. that out yesterday, yeah. and, I, you know, you, 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 you caught by our tone. I, I go, I don't think people get to choose where they go. And, but you're, you're right. Yes. A lot of times they will request somewhere close to home so they have a support network, somebody come visit them, somebody to bring them oranges or whatever they do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, bring the pie with a file in it, you know, all that from the old comedy shows. And uh, so she does that. He he makes out like she gets to pick her prison, just like he was talking about being hunted down. Uh, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you don't be, you're not hunted by the police. I mean, it was just an absolutely ridiculous statement, and it's causing people to get stirred up and to act in a, a way they normally wouldn't act. And a lot of people are blaming him for those sheriffs being shot in California. Yeah, yeah, the, the caller's 100% right. I got an anonymous call, uh, email, y'all probably got it yesterday, for someone who works in the prison system. Yeah. Every single person 
whoever is convicted, they, they do have an opportunity as, as the caller just said correctly to say, here's where I live. If I could request to be in a prison nearer to where I'm from, it'd be easier on my family. As you said, Bubba on visitations and stuff. And sometimes the judge grants that sometimes he doesn't, but that is not, uh, that that's not something that just happens yeah. to white celebrities. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a privilege situation. It's right. something every no. good defense attorney asks for, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's go speedy. Uh, did you have one picked out there? Uh, I we can do whatever you want. Uh, let's go to, uh, Larry in Greenville. Larry, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Good morning, gentlemen. How about it? Hey, uh, Hey, listen, the other day when Rick was, uh, y'all were trying to help him get the computer fixed and y'all were telling me go up here and hit this button <laughs> and open this and that. You remember that? Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Was that was that the same look that we had when he was trying to teach his dad to use the new television a couple of years ago? <laughs> I mean, were, were we seeing him and Coach reenacted? One hundred percent. That's the perfect analogy. That's exactly what it was. It's just generational, isn't it? We've all we've all been in that uh, in that fix before because I know I struggled trying to help my mom learn. Uh, she she was she got a computer pretty well, but when we went to the iPad, she was just lost. Yeah. And my kids talk to me like I am a total idiot when we start dealing with some of these apps now. And I go, guys, I was punching cards, writing programs before y'all were ever a gleam in my eye. Okay, let's let's get the priority right here. Uh, so, okay, break time. We're up against hard yeah. break. Matter of fact, look at you, how good you did finding the documentary Challenger the other night. You got it done. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, finally. Finally. I know. It only took me about 10 minutes and three different sign-ons. We got it. <laughs> it was, I mean, number one watch show. I'm good. <laughs> uh, top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good day. If you have more Rick and Bubba, we'll be back. we got more phone calls and more topics to cover. Uh, in the next hour, if you leave us, have a great day. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Brian Regan, and you are listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Good eye, Brian. Good eye, Brian. Good eye, Brian. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. You got Bubba, you got Speedy, you got Helms, and you got Adler. Greg is out. He'll be back with us tomorrow. And welcome back for a brand new hour. Here's Bill Bubba Bussett. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Uh, always fun. And uh, I appreciate everyone tuning in and giving us a few uh, minutes of their day each and every day. We had a caller earlier talking about how much the show meant to them. Well, I, I can tell you guys how much you mean to us. Because when that alarm clock goes off in the morning, uh, that's the toughest part of the day for me. And when I think about you guys calling in and what you say and the people I run into after the show and them saying how something affected them during the show, that makes me get up each and every day, and I love it. Thank you very Ain't much. no doubt about it. I start getting a little excited thinking about once I'm awake and coherent, coherent and know who I am, yep. how much fun we're going to have. Yeah, but it, it <laughs> takes me about 20 minutes to get to that point. Uh, that first 20 is very tough, but after that, it's all downhill. Yeah. Well, speaking of being coherent, it's time for us to take another look at Basement Joe. Oh, Where did he go? Uh-huh. Where did he go? He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? Basement Joe. <laughs> Basement Joe. <laughs> 
Was that, was that you in the basement? That was me going down to the basement. I can't do this. Speedy does the stair step down better than anybody I've ever seen. There he goes. There he goes I Bubba. shouldn't wander into Speedy's physical humor area. But I think you just, that's funny. Where? All right. Well, we've got to keep in mind this person wants to be in charge of the entire free world. Um, Complete so the launch here, code. Yeah. Yeah. Here is Bateman Joe. Uh, he's having some issues, uh, God love him, uh, with the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, and here we go. Mm-mm. Allegiance to red states of America or blue states of America. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. One nation. Indivisible. Under God. For real. For real. I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm not going to govern as a Democratic president. I'm going to do- govern as president. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Where did he go? Basement Joe. What was that? Cue it up. Cue it up. I got to have it again. You know, we can't do it right now, but I need Pelosi saying Uh, good morning again and resetting right in front of that. Oh, my gosh. Let's hear it again. Let's hear all. It sounds like he's trying to make a point, and he, he rolls into a quasi version of the Pledge of Allegiance, mm-hmm. and he slaughters it. It's out of order. It's in the wrong place. He missed part of it. And it's just, it, then it just gets, it just goes He's out of control. He's got a mask on, and I don't know. You can't hear him. And at one point, it sounds like he almost says, dumb Democrat. Yes. He caught himself saying it. <laughs> Did you hear allegiance that? Allegiance to red yes. states of America or blue states of America. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. Mm-hmm. One nation. Indivisible. Under God. For real. For real. I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm not going to govern as a Democratic president. I'm going to govern as president. <laughs> as a dumb, as a Democrat, dumb. Y'all, he added for real in there. Did y'all hear that? I mean, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking okay. about one nation. It should individual. be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. For real. I mean, for real. I mean, but for he, real. He, he left out the first. I mean, it's just, it's a train wreck. Mm. Yeah, he, he just again. got it out. Of, he got it out of order. <laughs> and cert- that could happen to any of us, but it just, then he starts going yeah, into but to be dumb cl- Democrat. I'm taking gonna, any I'm arrows gonna... out of your. Oh, okay, okay, I know what <laughs> he's doing. Not that again. No, Adler's <laughs> doing it. Good morning. Sunday morning. <laughs> Y'all, look, look at the eye twitch. <laughs> George gets, and then he starts grinning like, how am I going to get out of this? Uh, I will here. say this. Right now, what Biden just did, it, 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 it pales in comparison to what Pelosi did. This thing that Pelosi did is the most bizarre thing I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's a complete reset. I mean, it's like she just yeah. woke up again. I mean, I take quick naps. Y'all documented that. I blink long enough to take little mini naps during the day, but that is ridiculous. For real. Uh, I mean, for real. <laughs> I get criticized for, for saying that sometimes for some in my party, but that's the allegiance to red states of America or blue states of America. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. One nation. Indivisible. Under God. For real. <laughs> I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm not going to govern as a Democratic president. I'm going to do- govern as president. Y'all, I'm a dumb president. Y'all. Basement Joe. Y- y'all know, y'all here on the show know for a fact, one of my favorite oh, clips my 
is the misspeaks of George W. Bush. Okay. Yeah. He was in for two terms. It was eight years, and we have about a little two-minute clip, and it is hilarious. It is. It's funny. Yeah. If George W. Bush was here, sitting here, he would laugh too. He'd have to. Uh, yeah. You talking about who referred to gynecologists showing the their patients their love? <laughs> yes. Good morning, <laughs> the, y'all. That was eight years. Joe Biden has surpassed that yeah. light years, <clears throat> and he he's not even been in office yet as president. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that he, little... <laughs> he, it's one a day from him. And and the and the problem is as funny as it is, it it truly is. It's it's like you're saying somebody doesn't have chicken pox and they've got red webs all over them and they itch. Right. I mean, right. He, and he, and in this case, they're clucking like a chicken. Right. He has y'all. He's God love him. He's Bless he's him. got some faculty problems. He does. Oh, with his faculties. That is just oh, Adler. One more time. Let's oh my one goodness. More time. Gosh. I mean, good morning. <laughs> good. For real. I want to hear it one more time. For real. For real. Straight up. For real. For I mean, real. that's what we're looking at. For real. On Basement Joe. I just love Basement Joe. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. One nation. Indivisible. Under God. For real. (laughs) I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm not going to govern as a Democratic president. I'm going to govern as president. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to govern as a dumb president. That's what he said. I'm going to dumb govern as a president. (laughs) I mean, dumb governor. Stupid. You're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. <laughs> Sunday morning. The, uh, the, the, we have a responsibility. <laughs> oh, my Y'all, goodness. Can my I favorite say, word uh, is the word. Is the word. <laughs> I mean, what, it's a beautiful word, isn't it? What are we doing here, people? What are we doing? These people uh, are. we got to really, have a big time out. Huh? And Bubba, here's here's what are to concern mm. you. We got one running for president, but it's not like he's not already been given tremendous responsibility. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess Pelosi I can't is, is Pelosi sitting in the number three slot. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I think Pelosi's thing is even scarier. Yeah. What happened? That that's a complete reset. Let's go to Pam in Florida, right quick. For real? Uh, on line three. All right. Have we got time. Yeah. Okay. Pam, <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, I just want you to know that we have completely replaced our morning news with a Rick and Bubba show in our home. Hey. Well, Pam, Pam, good call, good call. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Good call, good call. <laughs> thank you, good call, Pam. Good call. Thank you. We do appreciate you listening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, what do you want to see? Uh, uh, Helmsy is waving too. Okay, the number two. I'm room. sorry, yeah. Matt. Matt and Moody. Matt, go ahead quickly. We're up against the break. Good morning. Hey. How's it going? What's going on, guys? We're good. Hey, listen. So here's my thought, man. All right. So the the, the clip that y'all just showed of Biden at the podium with the mask on, mm-hmm. that's how he's going to go with the debate. At the debate, he's going to have his mask on, and they're going to pipe his voice in whenever they ask questions. Oh. That's how he's going to get away with it. That's well, a great oh. idea. You know what, Matt? That, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Put the mask on and let somebody else answer the questions. <laughs> you, you know what I would do? I if, mean, with AI like it is. If I was Trump, <laughs> if I was Trump, seriously, I would edit together the Joe Biden gaffes and just play one right after another. And that's at the end take of the it, whole debate. Well, no, I mean, for a political commercial, uh-huh. show me at the end of it and go, I approve this message, Donald <laughs> Trump. That's all he's got to say. I will tell you that is that is it's just unprecedented how many good ones they are. Oh goodness, y'all! <laughs> That's oh. just <laughs> that, dude, that little clip right there. Good I night. Know. That got me. 
I know. And, and, and the left wants to talk down to any Trump supporter as oh. if you're stupid and Trump's a joke, which at times he is. That makes but, you want to cluck your, your MAGA hat and put it over your heart, doesn't it? Guys, <laughs> uh, uh, if you're supporting these two, you can't make fun of anybody. No, <laughs> you can't. We got some sports news. We'll come back. Stay tuned. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Brian Kilmeade with Fox News, and you know who you're listening to, Rick and Bubba. Don't turn the dial, even during the long, boring commercials. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, thank you for being with us today as we roll through the stories of the day. Greg out. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I'll work my way back to the studio before the week is done. Uh, Bubba, we were going to talk about, we got some uh, stories out of, of sports today. And coming up, and coming up, mm-hmm. do not move. Uh, you know, there's been uh, the world of podcasts. Uh, and uh, Bubba mentioned that his wife, Betty Lou Bussey, may, may venture into the world of podcast, and we're going to try to help her with the name of her podcast uh, coming up uh, probably next segment. Betty's been collecting names, Rick. She's uh, whittled the list down from literally 100 or so down to what she thinks may be her final four or five, but she's, she's wanting to get audience input on it. Yeah, I know that yesterday you were helpful with one, and we can discuss that as well. Yeah, I, t- I told her to take that off the list. Uh, right. Let's. Uh, okay, the sports story we were talking about. I couldn't look around here. Got a what, crick what? in my neck. Uh, Indivisible for real. <laughs> for real. This is sports for real. For Deion real. Sanders has been named the head football coach at Jackson State University, <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. How about that? That's cool. I mean, you know, they gave us the great Walter Payton. Yep. Uh, and um, I, I think that'll be a lot of fun. I, I didn't even know Sanders wanted to get into. Uh, has he been dabbling? Am mm. I wrong? Or has he's he been helping helps? coach? Yes, he has. I know That's with high what, school. I want to say it was was it in Texas? I, I can't remember where, what state, but he has been helping with high school. That uh, that immediately, uh, you know, gives that program which uh, is already very well known, but it gives it a huge shot in the arm, PR wise, uh, that he. Uh, you know, will be a draw for him, and I, I can't help but think that he might get a lot of players, uh, even if they go to some of the bigger schools, if they're not getting playing time or on the depth chart where they want to be, that uh, that they would be a, a spot that they'd want to go to and at least say, hey, I played for Deion Sanders. You know, now, so. didn't he want the Florida State job? Uh, I think he did at one point, and maybe – the reason he didn't get it is he didn't have head coach experience, and I, I think this is probably a, a step in that direction, don't y'all? Yeah, that's the only thing I would be a little concerned about if I was Jackson State. It, we all know the the way to win and win, you know, year after year is to establish a program. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. Here's the kind of players we're looking for, uh, and there certainly will be a lot of of a, of a celebrity pop with it. But is there a little bit of concern because of his high-profile name that he won't be here very long, that he's using this to get experience? Well, I think any football program, uh, if you're not one of the end-all jobs, are always dealing with that. I mean, if you know, the Central Floridas of the world, uh, uh, the Florida Internationals, you know, they, they get some high-profile coaching, and they know if they're successful they're going to move on. But I guess you just uh, you have to kind of make hay while the sun shines and then see what else happens, right? No, no doubt. And, you know, that was one of the adjustments that even Jacksonville State, where we all went to school, made, uh, you know, when they were having some jump through, they, they went and found local men from that actual county 
uh, like Dad and, and now Coach Grice, you know, who, who had coached um, locally on high schools in Birmingham and even in Calhoun County at Oxford High School where Greg and I graduated. You know, so there's two different approaches, but uh, there's no negative, I don't think, to having Deion Sanders, uh, Sanders come to uh, Jackson State uh, in the present time. Yeah, and also in the world of NASCAR, Bubba Wallace had announced earlier uh, that he was leaving the team he was on. We know today where he's going. Uh, Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan are forming a race team. He's going to be working for them. How about that? Well, you know, it was uh, it was kind of interesting because I understand that Richard Petty is is a name. It's got a lot of pop. Uh, you would you would think it would draw a lot of money. Uh, for Bubba Wallace to be given the ride in the 43 car, even though the 43 car has not been successful in a very long time. Right. There's still a lot of prestige that goes with that. Uh, but to be able to move to, you know, something a little more modern, you know, Denny Hamlin and, and the fact that Michael Jordan, you know, mm-hmm. is sticking his feet back into NASCAR. <clears throat> I think that that could be a, a, an exciting, um, uh, you know, a story for NASCAR. I think it can be helpful for NASCAR. Uh, and they certainly shouldn't struggle with money. I think they would be able to get a lot of money. Rick, what was Michael Jordan's involvement before you said back in it? I know he wasn't he a minor partner in something. Yeah, am I wrong about that? Because my was that was that am I thinking about the indie series? But I thought at one time Michael Jordan, as you said, was a silent partner or not not one of the main people involved in a race team because I remember seeing him with a cigar there at the track in Daytona, I thought. But I I could be wrong. Maybe it was was it um was it the what used to be called the Bush series? Am I thinking about the truck series? I don't think he would get involved in ARCA, uh, but it just seems like he was part of a team at one time. Maybe I maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Motorsports, and it was a motorcycle racing team for sure. Okay, motorcycle. Yeah. Okay, okay. I knew it was okay, something yeah. uh, around the track. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So what what number did they have, or what car did they purchase uh, a group, or are they starting from scratch? If you do that, what what? number do you get assigned to you how does that work i'm a, it's a good I'm, question where's greg when we need him yeah, yeah I know for real it. this is his our, area. our nascar expert and he's not here today it. yeah I, I know that you go out and try to buy a number that has a brand to it if it's available but i don't know i you know denny hamlin uh, what didn't he drive the 11 am i wrong i mean would it be denny hamlin's old number well don't you think that if michael jordan's writing the check he wants it to be 23 <laughs> no doubt about it i can't think of a 23 that's that's got any kind of prestige, so that might be available. I, I just knowing the way Jordan brands everything, I probably I would think that he probably went into it going, guys, I want to get in this, but I got to have number twenty three. No, if Michael and Jordan he asked gonna, for it, he may not get it, but I bet he asked for it. If Michael Jordan is going to be a prominent part of this team, and apparently he is, and twenty three is available, and you put Bubba Wallace in there, that would be a beautiful opportunity to do some great marketing look at the motorcycle team they went with 23 yeah so if, if if they could do that with the nascar team i don't know that it's available or would be allowed but that would be what i would pursue yeah and to, and to adler's point when he uh, dabbled in the racing uh with michael jordan's uh motorsports jordan we're talking about michael jordan he uh he owned the ama Superbike team and had one win in 10 years uh and apparently him and uh denny hamlin go back because he's traveled to, to watch hamlin race some uh, and so I guess they've had a relationship. That's obvious. But I, I will say this, too, and we saw this in the, the special on Jordan that we all loved. As successful as he was as a player and as focused as he was, he had not had the same experience as a GM or an owner in basketball, and it doesn't sound like the same experience in the bike racing area, huh? 
Well, you think about it, if you're the guy, if you're the go-to guy, and and, and when you played, and, and he certainly always was. Uh, but when you start running corporations, it involves a lot of people, a lot of moving parts. Uh, you got to have a team, a big time, far reaching team. And you're sitting there going, why can't we do this? Or why can't I do that? It's one thing to say, give me the ball, but it's hard to do that when you're running a corporation. There's a lot you have to maneuver through. Well, I think the real, you know, he had a lot of natural ability on the basketball court, but I think when it comes to corporation, you've got to you got to have good people working for you, and you got to be able to find good people, keep good people, cultivate good people, and motivate good people, and that ain't always easy to do. No, and we've run out of time, but we have yeah, callers with information on, on the whole deal, but unfortunately we ran out of time. Well, just just ask them. We can talk about it when we get yeah. right, get back. Uh, we got Betty, I think, supposed to call right here when we help her with the podcast, but <laughs> thank you just give us the information on that number. Uh, and then hopefully, uh, if she can get settled, Betty Lou Bussey joins us. We come back. Her podcast, she's working on it. Bubba's getting the equipment together. Uh, <laughs> but what will the name of it be? We have to help her when we come back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. And we are back, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. I do want to point you to relieffactor.com, getting emails on Relief Factor even today. Uh, all natural product, 100% natural. And I will say this the response to Relief Factor uh, continues to be overwhelming. And some of you I know are waiting on your, your starter pack, and it's taking a little longer than normal, but that's because of the response and how well it's working. And we're catching up to that. So pardon us if that's been delayed a little bit, go to relieffactor.com right now and go ahead and get your starter pack ordered. It's only 1995. You'll get three weeks of it. Now, why three weeks? Well, in three weeks, you'll know whether this all natural product, which is designed with these, these four botanicals that have already been uh, research proven to, to help the body in its natural inflammatory response. And again, I said these are botanicals, so you don't have any side effects. You don't have any opioids, anything like that when it comes to some of the other pain management products out there. And none of those are designed to be used as a lifestyle. But with Relief Factor, you can. I take a pack every night before I go to bed, every morning when I get ready for the show. And then if I've got something that I've strained or something's bothering me, I'll take another one in the middle of the day. If you'd like to get yours now, you can. Here's a great uh, email from Tom uh, down at the Gulf Coast in Florida. He says, as an older guy now at 60, Bubba, the guy said older guy in 60 in the same (laughs) sentence. Let's not say that together. (laughs) Yeah, I, I didn't savor having bits of pain slow me down and preventing me from riding my bicycle or getting in and out of my small aircraft uh, in my at my work as a flight instructor. But after taking Relief Factor, you guys talked about it. Uh, my intermediate lower back and left hip pain are virtually gone. Also, it seems that my trigger finger, I was having an issue with that trigger finger syndrome. That affected me hunting. That's actually getting better. So I've gotten confidence about hunting season coming up as well. You can get yours. Thanks, Tom, for that email. Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, let's welcome to the show, Betty Lou Busser. So, in the world of podcasts, Betty will now enter. Mm. Good morning, Betty. How are you? Hey, 
I'm good. How are y'all? Good, good. Now we're we're excited about uh, your upcoming podcast that you've been uh, you've been excited to get going. Uh, but I know you you've kind of hit a hit a little bit of a wall here because you <laughs> haven't decided on a name yet. Well, there's just so many options. You know, <laughs> which way can you go with it? Which angle? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, have you narrowed it down to get some feedback uh, from the audience, um, or what? Where are you at on this? Well, I've got five. Well, actually, four really, because I'm I'm not sure about one of them. But anyway, yeah, I have a few. You want me to lay them out for you there? Yeah, let it, let us have yeah, them. Oh, please, please do. <laughs> <laughs> the masses are waiting. Okay, um, blondes are people too. Mm. With Betty Bussy, my personal favorite. I like that one. Yeah, okay. that's, that's yeah. strong. Yeah. Blondes are people too. Yeah. With Betty Bussy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you got breaking it down with Betty Bussy, and we're not talking about break dancing, just breaking it down. You know. Okay. okay. Um, and then you have basically Betty Bussy. Okay. Just basically. Okay. And this is the one I'm not sure of. Sure of. Um, a friend of mine came up with this one, but I'm not sure. But Betty says what? <laughs> I don't know that I can go that high, you know, just at, 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 at yeah. will. But Betty says what? Okay, all right. And then the world according to Betty Bussy, and so there's a lot of those world according to people. So I don't know about that one either. No, but there, anyway. There's one yesterday I told you probably needed to go ahead and just take off the list. Yeah, yeah, I went ahead and took that one off the list. Uh-huh. You, you, know, you don't have to say it. What was it? Won't you go ahead and share it with yeah, everybody? What was it? Well, that'd be back porch, Betty. Betty. Yeah. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that Say, uh, is the direction I want to take this podcast. You know what I mean? So let's just. Let's Betty just say go what? With what, we got. <laughs> yeah, Betty says, what? What if it was back Betty porch? say what on the back porch? Yeah. Okay. Baba. <laughs> No, I think you. You're not on the pontoon boat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, Betty, that's what's the beauty of having a husband. So he was able to give you, you know, some some things that probably women wouldn't think of. You know, with some of these names, only only men would maybe you know start snickering or something like that. So yeah, well, that's that, why you that one to- that one I'm afraid would would you know when when they have. Uh, in the military, when they have a thing they call mission creep, I'm afraid that name might have some creep to it, you know, and it might turn into yeah, something else. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd bring out a creep, I'm sure. But anyway, <laughs> if, you weren't, if you weren't a creep, it'd bring it out a creep. Oh, All right, so, so Betty, help me, help me delve in when we're helping with this name. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to Betty's podcast, na- soon to be named, and I'm tuning in. What am I going to hear? What, what, are, what are you going to cover? What, right. what, what's gonna, what am I going to find there? Well, it's kind of, I mean, as I told Bill, it's very similar to y'all's show or Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing and everything. You know what I mean? Um, So we might do home decor one day. It depends on who I can get to. um, I would like to interview people, so we'll see how that goes. But anyway, of course, you and um, Bill are my first, you and Bubba are my first interviews so of anyway course, yeah, she's declared we have to be the first her. show of course yeah yes. I, that's yeah that's just a given because i've i've lived with bill for 31 years so i figure he owes that to me you know <laughs> well, you know what it is betty you remember there was a time in the early days of the show if you started a new weekly magazine or monthly magazine we were the first couple <laughs> yeah that's right mm-hmm. that's, that's right. right i know yeah honey so, you know what? i'll give you anything you want so careful that's right yeah okay we're not going to the back porch, but anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Betty, say what? <laughs> Betty, say what? <laughs> <laughs>
So, you know, with y'all, we're not going to be covering any home decor questions or anything, so don't worry. But, you know, it might be about fashion. It might be about home decor. It might be about food, faith exercising, fitness, you know, dieting, whatever. Mm. And every now and then I might have a sports or a politics person, you know. We'll see. I don't know. Hey, Betty. <laughs> Betty <Yeah>. say what? <laughs> say what? That's what? What? So it sounds like that one's winning. Now yeah. you're you're not no. under any obligation, but do we need to do a quick poll here to, to get to to find out what everybody thinks about these? Now, or I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings if I don't go with the the yeah. name. But yeah, y'all can if you want. Do you want me to run the list again, or do y'all have? Yes. It? Uh, yeah, oh, run, yeah. No, run it again. Yeah. All right. Number Cute one. Up. Okay. Blondes are people too with Betty Bussy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, n- number two, breaking it down with Betty Bussy. Uh, number three, basically, Betty Bussy. That's kind of plain. But anyway, basically, Betty Bussy. And then Betty says, what? I'm going to tell you what. Going into this, blonder people, too, with Betty Bussy was my favorite. But at mm-hmm. this particular moment, I'm all into <laughs> Betty say, what? <laughs> now, the world, according to Betty Bussy, you said that's played out. You're not going to go with that one at all? Well. No, what do you got? That the world according to Betty Bussy is number five. So you got blondes are people too, breaking it down with Betty Bussy. Basically, Betty Bussy. Betty says what? And the world according to Betty Bussy. So we, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Bubba. I came into this thinking I had a clear front runner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I find myself being pulled to Betty say what? <laughs> 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 Especially if you do it that way every time. So, are we going to quick poll this? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's quick poll it, and you just, you have to just name one of these options. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. Uh, if it's a power pole, Greg will. <laughs> I'm climb going with it, it. Rick. <laughs> I know. It's old one. will sign it. It is. I just uh, like uh, to hear it. A web pole, Ryan will design uh, it. Grillo. A flag pole, the army is behind it. Everybody's got one. Voice your opinion on the Rick and Bubba official. Rick Pole. Rick, this could be frustrating to you. They're really they're coming in so quick. They're unscreened. So we just got to roll with it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, Bubba, and we lost uh, Betty. She. I think the whole what? system shut down. It's oh like goodness. it's like we're doing. The twelve working days of Christmas. It is absolutely uh, every line. Well, let me ask you this ranked. question: We're we're, we're forty we're forty seconds from the break. <laughs> sure, let's go. Y'all want to go to the break early yeah. and then come back and take the vote? Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Rick, our whole phone system buckled. I mean, it really did. <laughs> I, I mean, I've yeah. <laughs> I hadn't seen that in a while. Yeah, it, and he uh, say what? Tw- <laughs> that is <laughs> saying what? <laughs> that is saying what? <laughs> Betty's trying to, she's going to call back and join us for the naming. <laughs> if she can get through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll take your phone calls. We'll get the vote in. We come back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Larry Blackman from Cameo. Ow! And you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. We're back. Uh, our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we thank you for being with us. Uh, we are about to go. The quick poll uh, has has been called upon uh, for you to vote on five names that Bubba's wife, Betty Lou Bussey, 
is considering for her upcoming new podcast. Uh, Betty, we lost her momentarily because our, our phone system melted down when you guys were calling to vote. Uh, and we lost her, but she is back. And, and Betty, can you read those five for everybody again? One more time. And this is the only choices you have. All right. It's Blondes Are People Too with Betty Bussy. Breaking It Down with Betty Bussy. Basically, Betty Bussy. Betty Says What? With Betty Bussy. Or The World According to Betty Bussy. Oh, boy. There they are. Right. Are we ready? Yeah. Are we ready yeah. for the votes, guys? Uh, All right, yeah. so Bubba, where are we going? Let's go. Let's start with Greg, line one. Speedy, you right. just run them down through there if you yeah, want to. Yeah, sure, sure. Greg, what's your vote, bud? Betty says, free Lori Laughlin. I'm sorry, Rick. <laughs> Why did y'all think of that? <laughs> All right, uh, Anessa, go ahead. Betty says, what? Okay, well, we know oh, that's yeah. going to yeah, be, be strong, strong guys. Yeah. Adam, go ahead. The world according to Betty. Oh, okay. This is a surprise. I can picture um, it. No. Uh, let's go to Jennifer. Jennifer. Back to the basics with Betty. Not what? No. Oh, back to is the basics. Basically, Betty. Is basically, Betty? Okay. Basically, Betty. Okay. Okay. All right. Spreading them around a little bit here. Uh, Tyler. Hey, let's go with basically blonde Betty. <laughs> Do we count that, guys? I, well, that's not one of them. I put it under basically. Basically, okay, we're going there. All right, got it. Uh, let's see, Bobby, go ahead. Betty says what? <laughs> I just love hearing people try to say it. Uh, David, go ahead. What's your vote? Hey, can I can I give Betty a compliment before I give you my vote? Rick, can he? Sure, sure. She has a great radio voice, and I love her laugh. Now, hopefully, me saying that, she'll give me 5,000 brownie points. And if so, I'd like to transfer those over to Bubba since he's married to her. My vote is Betty said what? Okay. There you go. There we go, Betty. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Tara. Tara. Uh, Tara. I'm sorry? Basically Betty. Basically Basically Betty. Betty. Wow. Are y'all surprised by its momentum? I am. I am. And and let me tell you what's funny. I'm getting email. You know what I mean with Betty Bussy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I saw that. You know also, I mean? a lot of Barney mask uh, oh, emails sure. as well. Sure. Sarah, go All ahead. All right. I'm just saying. All right. Well, I'm blonde, and blondes are people, too. Oh, there it is. Absolutely. <laughs> remember that? You got your vote. Remember, do you yes. remember that old contest? Yes. Used to do? yes. Yeah. That's where that came from, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Joe voting. Joe, go ahead. Oh, wow. What? Betty says what? Say okay. it again, Joe. Betty say what? Okay. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Right. Yeah. He's got yeah. it down. The what? Yeah. Yep. He does, Betty. You're going to have to say that every podcast. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're going to say it a lot. My throat would hold out. Yeah. Right. Heath, go ahead. You're voting. The world according to Betty Bussy. All right. I'm trying to screen and, and, and vote, so I think I'm keeping up with it. I got 4-3. Betty says, <laughs> what? Uh, he's winning over, basically, Betty Bussy. Yeah, you could have Bubba keep the score if you yeah, want you to. Me to uh, Carla, what's up? Blonde Betty. Blind Betty. Okay. Well, that, I, don't, blonde I don't see Blind Betty. Betty. Is that, blow, blonde Betty. Is that Blinds or People too? Is that Blind? Is that Blinds or People too? What do we vote? What, where does that go? But that's out. That's that, not a vote. Yeah, okay. Throw it out. We're not going to be like the judges with this mail-in voting. You only got Thank the choices you. and the date is the date. Okay. Uh, JK. Hey, Betty said, what? On the back porch. 
<laughs> do we do we give Betty says what? Do we give it to that? Yeah, okay, I, I think that, right, that five part three, was five three. It's winning over, over basically Betty Bussy. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Some of these lines are sticking. Interesting. Uh, five. Uh, let's go to JT. JT. Backdoor Betty. <laughs> now that that no. was that was out. That was out. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I should have dumped that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. He's kind of got. I told Betty that that, that, that would got a little lead bit, that direction. Got a little yeah. bit too blocked yeah. there. I didn't know. That's what to one do. reason we didn't do back force. Yeah. There it is. That's exactly what Bubba wanted. Speedy's got. Speedy's got his hands full. He can't, he can't decide to put a call up or dump it. He just, just his all, hands don't know where I, to I'm go. I'm over here. I'm, I'm dumping Speedy, over here. Can you I got, see it? Can you see Speedy? I got like, here. It's like an octopus with a bunch of pins in his hand. We got you know here. We got you, you over realize? here. Betty calls. Uh, I got Rick. I got a dump over here. <laughs> Let's go to Will. Will. Said, what? What's your vote, Will? Betty says, Whoa. Okay. Rick, we almost it's six to three over basically I, Betty Bussy. I can't I can't imagine what that I'm gonna have to fix when I get back to that board over there. I'm gonna have to there's so many things put back into place. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's good. Maybe one or two more, Rick. What do you think? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Sure. Unless go y'all ahead. think we if it's a runaway. Go ahead with two. Well more. it's getting there. Rebecca, go ahead. I like Betty says, Woo. Mm-hmm. It'll probably right. seal it. Won't we take Melanie just for uh, to finish out here? All right, then. Uh, Melanie, what's up? Hey, Betty said, Woo. No, oh, that's yeah, that'll do it. Right that'll do it. So will Betty take mm-hmm. your recommendation or not now? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We'll Betty, I know you, you're worried about hurting people's feelings. <sighs> How does that resonate with you? What, hurting people's feelings? Or well, that, that, the what? name, yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, y'all are the professionals. What do y'all think? <laughs> well, you, you, here's how you do it, Betty. You always picture the first time that you hear it being promoted. Okay, so let's let's go to an up, a future show. Hey, guys, I want to remind y'all coming up this weekend, you know, a couple, a couple of notes you need to make. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, uh, the podcast. we got a brand-new episode coming up this weekend. And also releasing this weekend, weekend don't forget, uh, you know, Betty Bussy's podcast. Betty, say what? <laughs> you know, I don't know if I can invite anybody on to interview and keep a straight face and say, like be interviewed on Betty says, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so like a real serious podcast <laughs> on that right. week. Yeah. yeah. Hey, sir, yeah. thank you for joining uh-huh. us on Betty says, what? Right. I, I, yeah. I, want you to, I want you to picture this so much. Say yes. it's somebody, maybe you find a way to somebody from HDTV, okay? Right. And, and they're saying, okay, so we're the handler. Tell me what, 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 when does the podcast run? Well, we usually release it over whatever y'all decide. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so tell me again, what's the name of it? Um, well, it's, you know, I'm Betty Bussy. I got you. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, it's Betty, Betty say, what? <laughs> Betty Bussy say, what? Or if you're being interviewed, you, you tell the, you tell the reporter, no, no, you really say what when you introduce them. Right. That's right. Well, if Betty, you're, if you're going with number two, basically Betty Bussy came in second. Yeah, right. Did. Okay. Well, and somebody had the idea of basically blonde, Betty. That's not bad. I mean, you know, I don't yeah, want a, yeah. the brunettes to feel inferior. Yeah, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Brunettes well, are you, lots of fun, too, you mm-hmm. know. But Well, you anyway. don't want to hurt their feelings because then you won't have an interpreter. <laughs> that, well, that's true. <laughs> 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 
Oh, my so, goodness. Wow. So, Bubba, are you surprised that Blonder People 2 didn't pick up more momentum? Yeah, I really am because I thought that would be uh, the lead uh, the lead dog, so to speak, because I thought it was funny. But after, after this segment, see, your perception yep. sometimes sitting on the couch versus the real world is different, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and remember, yeah. you're wanting to stand out too in a sea of podcasts. Of course, you've got to tie to the show, so you already have have a you know an advantage, which is a blessing because there's already an audience for you. Uh, but boy, I tell you that uh, that Betty say what uh, it 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 certainly is memorable, isn't it? Mm. Where did that come yeah, from, too? Memorable, by the way, all right. Betty, where did that come from? I think Jen um, just jokingly said, "What about no. Betty?" Says, "What?" No, that's <laughs> that's from that's but from what? some yeah, movie what? or some there's oh, some line know. in a movie where somebody's I don't know. doing Hona that. And Jenna are always doing that. They'll go, mm. "What?" You know, but I don't think they. Like, <laughs> what do they do? Came up with the original thing. Or Betty, anything. what do they I do? Have no idea. You know, they say what? You know, <laughs> or what? Or they say it together. You know. <laughs> Eddie, look, a lot of information today and, and a lot of good response. Take That's notes. Right. Take That's notes. Right. Okay. All right. I'm taking notes. Good luck with Betty says. What? See you later, babe. <laughs> hey, thanks for being with us and thanks for your participation. We'll catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show or next, whatever the case may be. Thank you all for being with us. And Rick and Bubba may say, What? <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.